When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to Not Basic Blonde podcast, and this is your host, Olasha. Does losing weight sound like a misery to you? Well, if so, my guest, Lauren Bright, has a perfect plan for you because Lauren Bright is a life, health, wellness, and pre-diabetes lifestyle coach. She has helped her clients to lose hundreds of pounds, learn simple nutrition basics, and healthy habits that enable them to keep their weight off. Let's welcome Lauren to my podcast. Hi, Oya. How are you doing? I am doing amazing. Thank you for asking. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm doing well, too. Please tell our listeners about yourself. Okay, sure. So my name again is Lauren Bright, and I am a certified life, health, and wellness coach. And what that really means is I help people get started on their weight loss journey. Uh, I teach them how to overcome emotional eating, and I support them along their journey while they're doing those things. Wow, that's amazing. I know you also have your story as well when you lost 97 pounds. And how did you start it? How did you do it? Thank you. Yeah, so to hear that number now is pretty mind blowing. Um, It's, you know, several years ago that I did that. And I originally got started because I didn't want to go on blood pressure medication high blood pressure and diabetes and heart disease run in my family. And when my weight got to over 200 pounds, I realized then that I I was going to have to do something. And and by say I realized, it just means that my doctor said that he was going to have to prescribe me with high blood pressure medication. So um, that really was the start for me. I've done a couple of different programs. And at that time, I had done a liquid diet. um, And I've switched to a different program now, probably for the last three and a half years that I've been working on. um, And that's what I support for my clients now as well. Oh, nice. What is your strategy for losing weight? What do you use? Like, what are the main points? So for losing weight right now, the key thing that I focus on with my clients is nutrition and macros. So eating small meals during the day. Um, and what I coach is actually a full search, a couple things, but one is a full service done for you program 
that make sure that people are eating those five meals a day and getting all their 26 essential vitamins and minerals and also their macros. So the protein, their carbohydrates and the healthy fats. And um, yeah, it just has worked amazing for me. I know I've recently kind of re-upped my next leg of my own health journey. Um, in the past month, I have lost, well, it was 16 pounds, um, but I actually gained two tenths of a pound last week. Not a big deal. But, you know, when you're looking at the scale as one metric, you know, it's just it's just a metric, you know, and, and one of the things with emotional eating that I've been able to overcome is attaching so much worth to the scale and having my emotions go up and down with the number on the scale, um, whereas now it's just a number and that's it. It doesn't mean that I'm worthless. It doesn't mean that I'm a loser. It doesn't mean that I'm stupid. It doesn't mean any of those things. Um, but I will tell you, it used to. I, I used to really, really obsess about that number on the scale, um, but I don't any longer. Okay, I am really upset with number on the scale because I still wear a size small, extra small, but when I step on the scale, sometimes it makes me crazy. But how do you actually overcome that when somebody has that feeling? How do you just deal with it? <laughs> right. So great question. And like I said, I completely understand where you are. And the real it's a mindset. It's practice. It's learning how to train your mind not to think those bad thoughts about yourself. So that sounds easier said than done. And I completely understand that. I know so many people who struggle with this. Um, in fact, I have designed an entire subscription membership group to help ladies specifically with overcoming emotional eating and more importantly, dealing with their emotions in such a way that's not harmful or hurtful or takes them to a dark place because, you know, nobody wants that. <laughs> we just want to move past it. So that's pretty long answer to your question. The short answer is it is it is mindfulness and learning and teaching yourself and also, of course, doing some very simple steps. And that's what I teach in my membership. Oh, I see. What do you think about intermittent fasting? Because I do that unintentionally every day anyway, because I mean, I don't eat at night, so I don't usually eat past seven or eight. And by the time I wake up and do all my work in the morning, it's already like 12 or one o'clock. So I have my breakfast at like one. <laughs> but what do you think about that? Does it actually work for people? Well, intermittent, there's tons of things out there. Intermittent fasting is one of the things that I have looked at. I really like to eat, so it's never really worked particularly well for me on a regular basis. And I think to the extent that people are able to incorporate it into their lifestyle, it will work. My favorite saying is all programs work. You just have to find one that works for you. Um, and so one of the things that I have also heard with people who are on intermittent fasting is that they have a great deal of success in losing their fat, losing the excess fat and keeping it off because they've been able to keep that strict schedule of only eating in a certain window and then not eating in another window. Um, you know, challenges happen when, you know, you're not able to keep that on a consistent basis or, or just the chemistry of our bodies 
are not designed for so much variety. For you know, one day you have a 16-8 window, the next day it's 12-12 window. So to the extent that you're able to be consistent, then that program, in my experience and understanding, works the best. I see. Well, what do you think about keto diet? Keto diet. So a couple of ways with keto, it depends. Uh, some people use keto and that means they can eat very high fat foods all the time. And that's not the best for our cardiovascular system. So if you're focused on lowering carbohydrates and making sure then that your body is using its stored fat for energy, as opposed to, you know, rapidly processed carbohydrates, you know, breads, pastas, those sorts of things, then a keto program can work because understand vegetables have carbohydrates as well. So it's not saying no carbohydrates ever. It's just being mindful of that. So if your, your keto philosophy is to minimize carbohydrates and really rely on, you know, proteins and healthy fats then and reduce the carbohydrates, then absolutely. In some ways, that's what I support as well, um, particularly with the macros. It's really what is the source of your food. Um, what I like to encourage people to do is be mindful of the quality of the protein that they're using so that it's not high fat and, and high, you know, cholesterol inducing. Oh, I see. Yeah, because I have high cholesterol and I'm young, but I eat a lot of seafood and I eat a lot of eggs. <laughs> Yeah, when I tell someone I have high cholesterol, they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So even that, and they would look at you, and, you know, like you said, you're a small, extra small. You're like, how can you have high cholesterol? Um, and so that really brings up the point of people focusing on body size. The body size is not the full metric of health. And, you know, whether it's person has a small body size or a large body size, that's not the full determinant of health and it's different for each of us yeah that's so true and you know when you do all the weight loss program how do you keep your clients motivated especially for some people that have so many pounds to lose sometimes it's hard for them to stay in small portions and eat less when they used to eat so much Yes, excellent question. So two things that you said um, that I would like to touch on. One is motivation, and the other one is small portions. So for the motivation issue, I tell people it's not about motivation because your motivation is going to come and it's going to go, but it really is about building habits that you can stick to and understanding that when you're in different situations, if you have that foundation of habits, that's what's going to keep you going, not, okay, am I rah-rah today? And then, you know, you're feeling down in the dumps another day. So by relying instead on, excuse me, relying instead on habits instead of how do I feel today, I don't feel like it today, or I do, then, so that's one way. Um, and in terms of the portion sizes, what I have found is that most people do not eat enough food. They do not eat enough healthy food. They do not eat enough food that provides their bodies with the nutrition that it needs. So um, that's where I spoke earlier about the essential vitamins and minerals that scientifically our body needs so that 
one of the ways that I keep my clients motivated, air quotes, to use that term, is making sure that they are getting that nutrition and also their macros. So they're not having the cravings that they would normally have because they've cleaned out their gut and their gut biome is now healthy. Um, They're not feeling hungry because, again, they're providing their body with the nutrition that it needs. And, of course, drinking water as well. And um, the most important thing usually for people, like you said, that have lots of pounds to lose, they're losing the weight. The pounds are coming off because they're not they're not snacking. They're not turning to sugar. They're not turning to these other kind of false sources of energy. um, But they are giving their body what they need. The cravings go away. They're losing weight. And so that helps keep them on track. One thing that I didn't mention that we hear so much about, uh, and it was intentional that I didn't mention it, is what is your why? And, you know, that term gets used a lot. It's kind of watered down a, a lot, quite a bit these days. But really what that means is being able to stay focused on what's down the road versus what's in front of me right now. And having that roadmap to get you to that destination, which is, you know, having more time to relax and sit around and do whatever you want to do without having to use food. Maybe that means you want to go run a marathon. I don't know. Maybe it means you want to just be able to do more work around the house. Many people have who have kids, maybe they want to play with their children, play with grandchildren. Maybe they want to be around for their grandchildren's graduation from college. Maybe they also, like me, don't want to be on medication to manage conditions that otherwise could be prevented. So a lot of different reasons for, you know, again, helping clients stay, air quote, motivated. It really depends on the person and what their goals are for their life so that they can have a more sustainable and fulfilling life. Yeah, that's great. And how much weight is healthy to lose a week? I'm a health coach, not a physician. So I always like to kind of say that um, the kind of done for you program that I help coach and partner with is in fact run by a physician. And we do have a staff of nurses that help us as well. And the general industry standard is anywhere from two to three pounds maximum per week. The first week is always different for most people because if we've been eating garbage, we're, you know, we're inflamed and we're carrying around extra stuff that we don't need. Um, And some people call that water weight. And I'm like, water weight is still weight. So I'm always happy that I'm always happy for that first week um, because it is a good number. It, It usually is the largest number. But generally speaking, somewhere in that two to three pound range um is considered healthy. And that's what I see with my clients as well, who follow the program as it is designed for them, because again, it is scientifically based. I see. And also, how much exercise do you need to do with your program? Like, besides eating small portions, and do you have like certain calorie based a day? Or it's just um, totally different for everyone? So with the program that I coach, it is based more on the nutrition versus small portions. So while you're eating every two to three hours throughout the day, the kind of done for you that we provide, you know, maybe it is something like a small portion of a macaroni and cheese, but it's not the kind that you may get out of a box or make for Thanksgiving. 
because it's packed with nutrition. Maybe it's a brownie also packed with nutrition. Maybe it is a bar. Maybe it is a shake. Maybe it is a cheddar biscuit. Maybe it's sweet potatoes. It, you know, we have over 60 different options, but the point is they are all nutritionally balanced. So um, in terms of the macros, though, that's where you're having making sure that you're getting your protein, you're getting your carbohydrates, and you're also getting your um, healthy fat. Oh, that's great. I see. It's all balanced. It's all based on balanced diet, basically, right? Correct. With exercise, obviously for heart health, movement, healthy movement is important. And that varies depending on the person. So there's not, this is not a calorie-based program. It's based on nutrition. So as I mentioned, each person, we all need the same essential vitamins and minerals every single day. So if we are providing that for our body and then letting it rid itself of the excess and stored fat, adding in a rigorous exercise program goes counter to that at the very early stages of someone's journey. So it just means, let's pause. If you're a diehard exerciser, you're working out, working out, working out, working out, I have a program for that as well. Um, but for the general kind of everyday population, everybody's not working out that much for the clients that I serve. So that tends not to be as much of an issue. If I have someone that maybe they just like to go on a walk, they walk their dog, of course, go walk your dog. Maybe they like to do it to relax. Of course, go and do that. But to have to say, okay, yes, you need to do, you know, 30 minutes of exercise four times a week. And in addition to all of this, no, because that's going to go counter. And why is that? That's because when we're exercising, we're placing increased demands on our body to perform and produce the output for the exercise. And with that, we would need to replenish the nutrition and replenish the macros that we would be expending with that exercise. So what the program that I teach and what I practice myself is let's focus on losing the stored fats, losing the extra weight. And then when we get that to a more manageable level, then we can work on exercise and providing the nutrition to support your exercise habit, because those are two different things. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. But I knew that when you exercise more, you want to eat more. Definitely. Yes. And then that's why. <laughs> Your body's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing here? We need, some, we need some more food. And usually when that happens, you know, our brain is telling us, hey, we need to get out of this painful situation right away. So we go for something quick, maybe a banana, maybe some strawberries, something that's going to give us that quick energy. And then what is that? Well, that's a high source of carbohydrate. It gets stored as fat once the body is satisfied. And then we've just really negated all the exercise that we just did. So there's a common phrase out there that you, know, you can't out-exercise your fork. And that this is a perfect example of that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> How do you prevent diabetes? So... There really are three different types of diabetes. Um, type one, which is largely hereditary. Some you know, people are born with it, kids have it. So there's that one, nothing we can do about that. Gestational diabetes for women who are pregnant. 
not everyone gets it, but that is specific to women who are pregnant. Nothing we can do about that. And the third type that I focus on is type 2 diabetes, which is largely preventable based on one's diet. So let's say you are in the habit or a person, not you necessarily, but a person in the habit of eating a high fat, high sugar diet where they are not able to process glucose and their insulin and glucose levels are out of balance, we can bring that back into balance by providing them with, again, it all goes back to nutrition. And oftentimes it's very difficult for people to get all of their vitamins and minerals and feel satisfied and still have the energy that they need to perform just their day-to-day tasks. So if they are, you know, taking a multivitamin, a multivitamin doesn't fill you up in the same way that, you know, let's just say, a, I don't know, a chocolate shake might. Um, that is one of the options that I have. And the reason for that, again, is that each fueling, each time a person is consuming something on the three to, you know, every two to three hours, it is providing them with the nutrition the, and the macros again carbohydrates, fats, protein, and then also the essential vitamins and minerals. So that is really what's helping them kind of even reverse to an extent. Again, I'm not a physician, so I don't want to say that. I'm not saying that from a physician point of view. I'm saying it from an experience with my client's point of view, Um, reversing diabetes and then, of course, preventing it. So Um, people who, for example, are susceptible to that, maybe it's family history. That was certainly, certainly the case with mine. I lost my father early to, um, complications from diabetes, including kidney disease. And this is one of the reasons that it's such a, a, I don't know, a touch point, if you will, an area of passion for me is that, you know, he's gone too soon. Like, you know, he should still be here. It was, I think he was 67, maybe 69. I can't remember. I don't like to remember bad details like that. Um, but. Yeah, so I I focus on helping people prevent it so that they don't have to go through the pain and discomfort that I have to go through um, from having lost my dad so soon. And so just to kind of summarize the answer to preventing it, if, for example, someone has had a blood test through their physician and they have an A1C level that's elevated, then they're in this category called prediabetes. So the 5.7 to 6.4% A1C level, that's really the area of focus that I have because I find that people in the prediabetes area are highly motivated to prevent having to go on medication or further complications. And then for people that already have diabetes but don't want to I don't know, experience what perhaps their ancestors and their family history was, then we have a program for that group as well. So either way, either people are pre-diabetic, so helping to prevent them from moving into that high A1C category, or people who have it, helping them to prevent it, their A1C level from continuing to escalate requiring more medication, continuing to gain weight, lose potentially even losing limbs and eyesight. Wow, that's great. And just going into details, would you please tell us more about services that you are offering? 
Sure, sure. Thank you so much for asking, Olya. I really appreciate it. I'm enjoying this conversation with you, and I feel so honored that you invited me to chat with you on your podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> of course. So for the services that I offer, there, there are two main ones. One is a full-service program with the Done For You Meals. We offer weekly group training. There's an online supportive community and also weekly one-on-one -on -one coaching. So that's one program, and that's the one that's supported by the physician, and we have the nurses, and, and that's really, like I said, it's a full-service program. And then the other one is the online subscription group that is specifically for those who want to overcome their habit of emotional eating. So using food for comfort to avoid, you know, prevent stress or at least, you know, buffer against the stress. Um, and that's a monthly subscription service that I'm offering. And that comes with a new topic each month and then it comes with also support, group support on a weekly basis with a new training and a new area of focus, again, to help people in a, a gentle way, if you will, overcome things like, oh my gosh, that number on the scale, you know, and then want to go out and, you know, eat a bunch of ice cream. That's what I used to do. Um, or, oh, wow, I, I, I had one setback and now, you know, I, I knew this wasn't going to work. So, um, the subscription membership group is designed to help people overcome those thoughts and that mindset that's not serving them and instead get them along the way to thoughts that will better serve them. Um, but I want to also emphasize that it's not a therapy program, but it is a mindset shift program, again, to help people ease into changing those habits and just really not being so hard on themselves, but just treating themselves with love and kindness. Wow, that's great. Yeah, so many great programs. That's Thank amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is the best advice you ever received? I'm going to have to say it really is from my parents. I have talked about my dad and I'm going to talk about my mother here. Um, and it really was this issue of perseverance and never giving up. Um, I don't think that I can say anything has really sat with me as much as that advice. And it wasn't so much okay, life is going to be easy, but more of a message of if you work for it, you will get it eventually, uh, but you can't quit or don't quit. And the other part of that from my parents was if you're interested in something, pursue it. And that was it. So they, they were just kind of, you know, very, I don't know, liberal, if you will, with their advice and nothing that I had to do a particular career or had to go down a certain path. Um, but whatever it was that I chose that I needed to go at it with interest and to completion. And I think that's pretty much the thing, right? So quit quitting is, um, is a term that I've heard here recently, but yeah, theirs was definitely perseverance, never get up. If you work for it, you'll get it. Just don't quit. I live by this too, because as much as hardest as I ever had, like hardest times I ever had. And I learned not to give up and I always been told not to give up and it definitely helped me in life. 
That's, no, that's good. I'm so glad. I feel like we have so much in common, <laughs> which is great. Um, and yeah, and, and it's so true. It doesn't mean that things aren't going to be difficult along the way. Um, it doesn't mean that it's going to be a straight line. It just means, all right, I tried that. That didn't work. Let me, you know, go a different way. It's just like if you're out driving around on the road and you come to a detour, it's like, oh, well, I wasn't planning on going that way. But if you take the detour, you still get to your ultimate destination. And that's that's pretty much my philosophy in life. Yeah, that's true. And also, I forgot about this question. Yeah. How do you keep your weight off? Like, that's the <laughs> most important when you lost it. Ah, oh, yeah, that's a great question. Yes. <laughs> How do you maintain? It's so true. So many people have found or yo-yo dieters, right? That's a whole another category. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I've been there as well. And it really comes back to mindset and also that knowing what else it is in life that's going to be more enriching for you at your goal weight, at your desired body size. So, for example, I'll just use me for an example. So at the moment, I live on a farm in a camper by myself. And there's this stuff that has to be done around here. And if I were not in good shape, I couldn't have this lifestyle. I, you know, I wouldn't be able to live out in the boondocks, you know, 25 minutes from my favorite national coffee chain. <laughs> but knowing that this is the lifestyle that I enjoy allows me to keep going and keep the weight off. So what are some things that people can do? What can your listeners do if they have maybe just reached their goal of losing the weight? And that's so often the case. All right, I've lost the weight. It's not going to magically stay off. But what they can do is this concept that I teach my clients. It's called structural tension. So if you imagine a rubber band and you, you know, you're putting a rubber band, let's say around a stack of a big stack of papers and you're stretching it out, and it's like, and it is working really hard, right? It's got, all right, I got to keep this paper together, and so it stays stretched out, because that's what its job is, but as you start pulling out pieces of paper, or little, you know, maybe you need 10 pieces, maybe then you need 30 pieces of paper, and you start pulling paper out of that rubber band, the rubber band is going to start shrinking, and it's not going to be stretched as much. It's not going to be having to work as hard to hold all that paper together. So our goals are the same way. So to the extent that we can create a rubber band-like feeling for our goals, that keeps us stretched and pulling towards them. So the initial goal, just to bring this back to the weight loss, the initial goal is, let's say I wanna lose 50 pounds. Well, once you start getting closer and closer to that 50 pounds, your resolve is not that great. You're just like, oh, only have eight more pounds to go. Oh, this is good. Yeah, why don't I have some chips? Oh, maybe I can have a little bit of sweet tea or maybe I can have some ice cream, right? Because you're, you're getting closer to what that original goal was. So what I do with my clients is recognize that, hey, this is going to happen when you start getting close to your goal. So we've got to set another goal for you so we can stretch that rubber band out a little bit more. So what is your next goal? You wanted to get to this 50 pound loss because maybe you wanted to look cute in an old dress. Maybe you wanted to get back in your skinny jeans. Maybe as we mentioned, you thought your doctor said if you lost 50 pounds, he would reevaluate whether or not you still needed to be on that high blood pressure medication. 
all right, great. So we re now, now what's the next thing? Well, maybe it's I'd like to be able to sit in one airplane seat. Or maybe it's I'd like to be able to bend down and tie my shoes. Here's, you know, again, depending on how much weight someone needs to lose, that's a significant goal. Or maybe they want to be able to wear their favorite wedding ring, I mean, their wedding ring or their favorite other piece of jewelry that they hadn't been able to fit. So we have to have these incremental milestones, if you will. And I say we have to, that is a way in which people are able to maintain their weight loss is to recognize, hey, I accomplished that goal. All right, now, you know, what's the next lily pad I want to jump to? All right, so that's really important to me. Being around for my grandkids' graduation is really important to me. I, I, I want to be here for that. So yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on the extra donut that they brought into the office. Or I'm not going to have, you know, two pieces of cake at the birthday party. I may just have one piece. Or, you know what, instead of having french fries with my burger, I'm just going to have a side salad. Because they know that, yeah, I, I, I want to be here for that event. I want to be able to do chores around the farm. I want to be able to, you know, make repairs around my house. Or, you know, whatever it is, um, having that next lily pad to jump to, if you will, is a very, very key component of what I call, and again, what I train through my program of structural tension. That's what that's called. Oh, I see. That's nice. Hmm. That's a great strategy because it's the hardest to keep the weight off when you actually lost it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's an issue of mindset, as I said. So you're not really you don't want to be resisting, resisting all the time. It's like, oh, no, I can't have that. Oh, no, I can't have that. Oh, no, I can't have that. But if you're starting to train yourself to think, oh, yeah, it's going to be really nice to still be able to wear these jeans next summer. Oh, oh yeah, it's going to be nice to still be able to, you know, bend over and, you know, touch my toes or run that marathon or, you, you know, any of those kinds of things that aren't related. So you're not resisting Oh, the urge, the urge, the urge, because if you think about resisting and, oh, I have to, I can't eat that anymore. If that's how someone thinks, imagine if you will, if you're holding a, you know, you're in the swimming pool or at the beach or whatever, and you're out in the water and you've got a beach ball and you're trying to push it under the water and you're constantly pushing, pushing, pushing. So that beach ball is trying to come out of the water. So you're keeping that resistance. Eventually that beach ball is going to pop out of the water. And so that's what happens when we resist, resist, resist that donut, those cookies versus going towards this beautiful goal of, you know, being at a family event that we want to make sure we're still alive for and in our health, at our healthiest. Yeah, I see. What if someone just has 10 pounds to lose and they can't ever lose them? It's just the weight is completely um, stocked. That is usually a nutrition issue. It's a new, there's three things. It's nutrition, oh. it's sleep, lack of sleep, and it's lack of water. Oh, so not drinking enough water? Right, not drinking enough oh. water, not getting enough sleep, so not having really a regular sleep routine, going to bed at the same time every night, getting up at the same time every morning, you know, eating it properly, proper nutrition throughout the day, you know, eating within 30, to, 30 minutes to an hour of getting up, Again, that's only on the program that I'm talking about, not the regimented intermittent fasting. That group, once you're in that modality, works well. That's a different program. I'm just speaking particularly for the ones, the way that I coach. Having that meal within 30 minutes to an hour of getting up, 
having your water, and then of course, making sure you're having all of your essential vitamins and minerals and the proper macros every day, that's what's going to get those last 10 pounds off. Because your body's like, oh, no, 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 no. You are not going to starve us to death. We are keeping what we need. <laughs> we are going to keep some reserves. But like I said, when those three, those three things in particular for those people that, that last 10 pounds, those are generally speaking the things that are keeping them from getting that weight off. Sleep, water, and proper nutrition. I see. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, Lauren, where can our listeners find you? Like your social handles, your website, your information? Oh, great. Thank you. Sure. So my website and my social handles are both my name, and which is spelled. So my name, I'll just state it again, is Lauren Bright. And it's L-A-U-R-Y, like yellow, N. And my last name is Bright, B-R-Y, like yellow, G-H-T. So it's Lauren with a Y instead of an E and Bright with a Y instead of an I. So it's laurenbright.com. Um, Instagram is at Lauren Bright. And Facebook is also Lauren Bright. If they are interested in the full service program, any of your listeners, then I can be reached at any of those. If they're also interested or just want to consider the subscription program, that is coming out on Thursday, this Thursday. So day after tomorrow, that will be available. Um, and I can also be reached on those same social handles for that program, which is called the Food Boss Academy. People can learn how to be in control of food instead of food controlling them. Oh, wow. That's nice program. Great. Very exciting. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lauren, for being my guest. That was my pleasure. It was mine as well. Thank you, Olya. I do appreciate it so much. Thank you. That was all for today, guys. And thank you so much for listening Not Basic Blonde podcast. You can always DM me on Instagram. It's notbasicblonde underscore or NBB podcast. And if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.